0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: It is the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live, and uh, it is such a privilege to be your host. It is just such. A privilege. Some sometimes, uh, I tell you. Sometimes I am absolutely amazed that I have the privilege of sitting on this side of the microphone, uh, knowing you're on the other side. It is just a distinct honor and privilege. Thank you for listening. And uh, by the way, we're continuing to add new listeners all the time as well as listeners who have been around for a long, long time. I have people listening right now that have been listening to me for 30 years. Uh, Back when it was just Saturdays, for uh, 10 or 11 years before I began the daily program, I did a Saturday morning program we called The Threshing Floor. And I, I have listeners that still listen daily now, that began listening on Saturdays 30 years ago, or, well, now even more than 30 years. So um, um, no one one is more surprised than me that I am still doing this and uh, that you continue to listen thank you god bless you and thank you here is my telephone number 877 bob live 877 262 5483 by the way i haven't said this forever uh before i get into the the whole abortion uh supreme court thing and we're going to kind of dig a little deeper than we usually do in this but um would you spread the word about this program hey uh, as i was saying earlier concerning political people who want to be on this program it's not about me they want to they want to talk to you um but what we are doing here is incredibly important and i honestly believe that what you and i are accomplishing every day on this program becomes more and more and more important. I believe it was important 32 years ago when I began doing it on Saturday mornings. Had kids at home, busy schedule with uh, pastoring a a growing church. And yet, I really believe, Joy and I both did. Uh, Joy and I were in everything together. We prayed about it. And believed that giving up, and hey, you know how busy a pastor's schedule is, giving up Saturday morning and into afternoon, every single Saturday, every Saturday, was quite a commitment. But we believed that standing for biblical truth, challenging people to be an LTD, to listen, to think, to discern from a biblical point of view, to encourage people to stand for biblical truth, to stand against the compromise that we see around us in the world, calling people to godliness and holiness, and encouraging people to dedicate themselves to know the Word of God. We believed that was important, and it was. Fast forward to today. It is even more important. We are seeing more compromise in the evangelical church today than we ever have. We are seeing more and more drift to the left, drift away from biblical principles, compromising solid, fundamental biblical principles. We are seeing more and more churches, more and more organizations, trying desperately to be hip and cool and relevant, and leaving biblical truth in the dust behind them and we're we're seeing the results so anyway enough of that but uh, what we're doing here is incredibly important and that's why I ask you to give me as much time as you can i realize most people cannot listen from 3:30 to 6 every day you got lives to live you got families you got jobs and i would be foolish to try to believe that The majority of you could listen from 3.30 to 6 every day. But I ask you, give me as much time as you possibly can. I promise you, I will work very, very hard to give you stories, principles, facts, challenges to make your time worthwhile, because I know how valuable your time is. And if you believe that what we're doing here is important— tell others. Tell others. This is a place where we gather every day and challenge each other to be an LTD. Listen, think, discern. So help us spread the word. Uh, If you know anything about me, you know how much I love music. I love Christian music. Joy and I heard a brand new song in church yesterday. Never heard it before. It's a new one. It's a contemporary song. Blew us away. Deep. Oh my goodness. Theologically deep. It was wonderful. I love music. But folks, we can escape sometimes with music when we need to be challenged to think and we need to be informed, we need to be educated, and that's why... I try my best to do all of those things on this program. So spread the word. All right. Uh, boy, It was uh, yesterday was Mother's Day, and the radicals on the left, the radicals on the left made it a point to attack churches that are pro-life churches. Uh, I think most of the churches that I'm familiar with that take a stand on life— probably upped their security. They were much more cognizant of the people that were coming and going and so forth because of the threats. And indeed, there was a lot of violence across America over the weekend. A uh, pregnancy center in Wisconsin was firebombed, Uh, In Madison, Wisconsin, Molotov cocktail was pitched in. It didn't ignite the building, so they broke in and started a fire anyway. uh, Churches across America were defaced with graffiti, some some of it very, very vile uh, graffiti. Uh, Protests outside the homes of Supreme Court justices who have indicated that they're going to vote to overturn Roe v.ersus Wade— One reporter, one reporter who has been reporting on uh, protests for years said that the protests around the home of Brett Kavanaugh, one of the uh, conservative Supreme Court justices, was the scariest thing he had ever seen. And get this. On Friday, Friday of last week, CNN's New Day reported, listen to this, I'm quoting, Police are bracing for potential violence as far-right groups are planning demonstrations in the coming days and weeks. What? The conservatives are getting what we have prayed for and asked for for years and years and years. You ever see angry people protesting because they finally got what they wanted? There was zero chance of violence from far-right protesters. And yet, on Friday, CNN warned police are bracing, and I'm quoting, police are bracing for potential violence as far-right groups are planning demonstrations. No. No. It was not far-right groups, it was far-left groups. And yes, there was violence, and unfortunately, we can expect more. Now, does the Bible really deal with abortion? We'll dig into that when we return. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE.
0: talk radio that makes a difference makes a difference this is bob Bernie live
1: okay sin is sin all right sin is sin the bible is very clear if you've broken one of the commandments you've broken all of them So many people then teach that all sin is equal. Uh, No, they're not. And the Bible does not teach that all sin is equal. Uh, I don't believe that there is equality in hell, in the afterlife, or in heaven, for that matter. Uh, The Bible talks about those who will receive the greater judgment, the greater judgment punishment. The Bible talks about the greater sin. Now, even one sin makes you a sinner, all right? There's where the equality comes in. But not all sin is equal. And the New Testament tells us very clearly that sins against the body—that's how Paul frames it in 1 Corinthians—sins against the body have greater weight and greater consequences because you are sinning against God's creation. That's why adultery is such a serious sin in the Bible. That's why fornication— (laughs) <laughs> when was the last time you heard a sermon on fornication? Oh no, we don't we don't talk about that anymore. Yeah, well, uh the Bible certainly does. Homosexuality is mentioned in scripture. Oh, the Bible doesn't talk uh, really? Have you read Romans chapter 1 lately? Of course the Bible talks about homosexuality and not just Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, marriage, a man and a woman. Yes, Jesus taught that, as well as Paul. Uh, So sins involving the body, sexual sin of all manners, shape, and form, uh, have greater consequences and are considered to be greater sins. Well, if there was ever a sin against the body it would be abortion. It would be abortion. Does the Bible address abortion? Well, it does. And the only way around it is to do what the liberal theologians have done with homosexuality, same-sex attractions, and so forth. They destroy the literal interpretation of the Bible, well, it's all symbolism, and you got to understand the context of the times, and blah, 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 blah. You have to destroy the clear teaching of Scripture to get around it. And that's what they try to do. But let me give you just a few. Job, chapter 31, verse 15. Did not he that made me in the womb make him? And did not one fashion us in the womb? That's Job thirty one fifteen. Psalm one thirty nine thirteen. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Yes, in my mother's womb. Galatians chapter one verse fifteen. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. Paul says, I was called from the time I was in my mother's womb. Now, he wasn't saved until he was an adult. But God called him from his mother's womb. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. Listen to this. Before I formed thee in the belly, I... Knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, before thou camest forth out of the womb, before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Before. Psalm 127, verse 3. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit... Of the womb is his reward. Psalm 22, verses 10 and 11. I was cast upon thee from the womb. Thou art my God from my mother's belly. Psalm 139, 15. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret. Those are just a few of the Bible verses that indicate that yes that child in the womb is a human being acknowledged by God recognized by God Uh, do you remember when um, oh I know I was going to have a a brain cramp Uh, Elizabeth Mary the mother of Jesus Mary's cousin Elizabeth when they met together elizabeth said the baby in her womb which was john the baptist leaped in the womb there, there there is if you take scripture seriously at all you cannot deny the fact that that child in the womb is a human being acknowledged by God, don't you let anybody tell you, well, the Bible's not really clear on this thing of abortion, you know, it's, uh, you know, different people have different opinions. No, 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 no. The Bible is absolutely clear on abortion. Absolutely clear.